This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Welcome in, Kurt and Long, live with you, streaming live here at Sparky Radio. See Sparky Pfeiffer from 1250 AM, The Fan, along with Ryan Horvat in Washington, D.C., host of BetMGM Tonight, him and Trista Crick. And word has it, rumor has it, a new host uh, is oncoming for BetMGM Tonight. Uh, has there been an announcement made? Did I miss it? Or is there an announcement coming? Or how does this all work there, Ryan? I think, I think we have a meeting today, which is actually why I'm at work. We're here at, uh, let's see here, 3.54 p.m. Eastern time, which is three hours before my show. But we have a meeting in the next hour. So I came in to do the podcast with you, get some work done. And I find out that uh, Trista is also doing her podcast live right now. So what I did was took over her office. See, I don't uh, I don't have my own office. So we're actually a little there's a little behind the scenes. Look, if you're here on the live stream of Trista Crick's office, I'm like, Sparky, kick the old food up here. (laughs) She's got a dog bed. This is like a whole new world, man. Like I have to I have to during the show I have a five minute break right five minute breaks four minutes and 50 seconds to be exact before I have to be back on camera we have to run upstairs just to use the bathroom I'm running like Michael Johnson I'm running four threes back down <laughs> I almost I almost tore a calf from Achilles last week and she has a dog bed there's like man she's got everything that you could possibly need in here she's so. got nothing on the walls though does she have not she doesn't have any pictures up on the walls or anything no, she just has a uh, a play ticket from October 23rd, 2021. What play was it? It's a good play? She went to see The King's Jester, which was recommended for mature audiences. Never seen that one before. That's that's a new one. I'll have to Google it. Uh, okay, Ryan Horvath, uh, I've been out at the toy drive there for the stocking cap, the uh, the jacket, the whole deal. I've been out there all day going back out to the toy drive, Blaine's Farm and Fleet, 16th Annual for Children's Wisconsin. Uh, and, of course, Robin's Nest. Been collecting toys all week. Thanks to the fine, fine folks uh, in Oak Creek for being so generous uh, and buying toys. And when they go to Blaine's Farm and Fleet and drop them into the bins for us, had a couple of listeners come out. Uh, and drop stuff off as well, including our guy John in Franklin. He was out uh, this morning. You know John in Franklin. So he was out uh, this morning and made a, a cash donation. So thanks to John and Franklin for stopping by. Franklin Fire Department, they were there earlier today with a $2,500 check uh, on behalf of the Toy Drive. And uh, Bubba Fight, our, our little buddy Dawson, uh, he'll be out at the Toy Drive. Once I get done here, I go back to the Toy Drive, and then he'll be showing up around 4, 4.30 Central today. So looking forward to seeing him and his family and then tomorrow oak creek fire department will be out at some point and hopefully you will be out there at some point listening to this podcast or watching live on the twitter stream right now at sparky radio uh at blaine's farm and fleet in oak creek if you can't make it donate online 1250 am the fan.com uh, all right time to talk some packer football here on curd and long 
How long do you think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will stay alive for the playoffs? Why is this a topic? Because finally, Aaron Rodgers last week in his post-game presser, and remember we did our post-game podcast right after the game on Sunday. If you didn't listen to it, go back. I think it was pretty good that what Ryan and I put together. Uh, I, had, and, I, had, I had the flu while we were doing it. Yeah, we didn't know how sick he really was. We knew he was sick, but we didn't know as sick as he was. Sweet. I watched it back. My wife is like, why would you go on camera like this? And I said, <laughs> I needed to put an RIP bow on this season. <laughs> so I thought it was a good podcast. Even with him playing sick, I thought it was really, really well done. Anyways, so in the postgame presser, Aaron Rodgers talks about the fact that, hey, man, until we're mathematically eliminated, I'm playing. Okay, but if you've listened to Kurt and Long uh, throughout the season, you know that I've continued to say that even when they're not mathematically possible, he's probably still going to make sure he's playing all the way out. And Ryan's argued that that's still a good thing because you can continue to build that chemistry, you know, with the young wide receivers. That makes sense. And it's been the whole Rodgers or Love thing. That's what we've been doing here for the last three or four weeks on this podcast. When should Love play? When shouldn't he play? So forth. Well, now Rodgers has said he's open to having a conversation about not playing the rest of the year if they are mathematically eliminated. So the question is, how long do you think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will stay alive for this playoff race until they are mathematically eliminated with the Bears next up coming up on Sunday, Ryan Horvath? Well, I think they're going to stay alive at least uh, through the weekend because if Aaron Rodgers is going against Chicago, I actually trust uh, Green Bay to actually win a game for a change, man, especially if Justin Fields isn't going to be out there for Chicago. If Justin Fields plays, it's a whole other story because we just saw Jalen Hurts absolutely torch this defense. Um, And I have no faith in them stopping Justin Fields, even though that's just – you know exactly what they're going to do, right? And it doesn't matter with this defense right now. But I think they stay alive. Uh, I mean, they're all the way up to being four-and-a-half-point favorites right now, which I think says a lot. We've went through the key number in gambling, which is a big deal. So I bet on Green Bay, and I haven't done that a whole lot this season. Right now, they're the 11th seed in in the NFC. I think I saw that they have a 3% chance to make playoffs. But, hey, man, that's still a chance, and you're paying Aaron Rodgers a lot of money. So I know we want to evaluate Jordan Love, but I kind of agree that if they're mathematically alive he should be going out there that's a lot of money so you look at some of these records also it's the nfc you know if they're in the afc and there's a three percent chance if they're the raiders maybe yeah you hang it up for the season but look at these teams man you have detroit i don't trust them you have atlanta i don't trust them seattle we were talking about them during the thanksgiving show i gave points for them they've kind of fallen off a cliff especially on the defensive side of the ball uh washington i don't fully trust them although they're playing really good football and then the giants the giants might not win a game the rest of the season so mathematically they're still alive you look at the schedule you have the bears coming up and then you have a really late bye maybe you could get a little bit healthier we're gonna get they're gonna get romeo dobbs back so i think they're gonna stay alive for a couple weeks here the problem is they've set themselves back man and these were all winnable games losses to washington new york granted that game's in london the other new york team the jets and that wasn't even with mike white out there that was with zach wilson the worst starting quarterback in the league so i am faithful or i'm faithful i am uh, I am i'm glad uh, you're faithful your wife's glad to hear that too that's good see my, my brain has been melted after having the flu twice in three <laughs> weeks uh but i do and i am faithful but i do think uh they stay alive this weekend beat chicago pretty good Okay, so this is where I'm at on this. You know, if you forecast ahead, Horvat, if you've got the schedule in front of you, and I you do, start yeah. you start looking at the Bears, right? So what are the next – because I, I, I'm with you. They're going to survive this week. And they'll still be mathematically uh, viable next week. So I'm with you. So they're going to have to lose a couple more, I think, to really eliminate themselves because the NFC is so bad. So having said that, so what do we have after – look at the eyebrows are getting <laughs> raised as he looks at the schedule. Okay, so after the Bears, then what? 
Okay, so you get the Bears, and then you finally get the bye week this late in the season. Right. So also Aaron Rodgers heals up a little bit. And then you come out of the bye with the Rams at Lambeau Field. So Prime you get time, the Los right? Angeles team. Prime time. And who the hell is going to be available for the Rams? Who are they going to be trotting out there at quarterback? They're getting so beat up. You see McVay even took a hit last week and had to go into the <laughs> yeah. medical tent. I thought he broke his jaw, man. He took a shot. <laughs> so you get the Rams, all right? And then, unfortunately, our Christmas day is ruined, and you probably have to run the table, right? You get the Dolphins in Miami where they never play well. Uh, although we got one good memory. You'll never forget the Aaron Rodgers fake Marino spike. Yes. Dante. Um, but I don't think that's happening this year. But, again, you have a healthier wide receiver room. Who knows? Maybe they're going to make a move after redoing Dean Lowry's contract. You see that, you're like, where the hell's Dean Lowry been the last three years? So they get the Dolphins. Then after that, you get Minnesota at home. Good news. I'm going to be at that game. The Packers 8-1 and one all time when I'm at games at Lambeau Field. The only loss being the wild card loss to the Niners. Then you bet you the money line when Horvath goes to games every time when the Packers play. Just hammer the money line, and right. uh, it'll be against the Vikings, so they'll probably be three-point underdogs in that game. Uh, and then they close out the season with Detroit at Lambeau. Revenge so they may only lose they may only lose one more game. They may only no. lose to the Dolphins. And I'll say this about the the Dolphins are good man, but they defensively are a mess. All they do is rush I mean, but you they, don't have they, enough to keep up with two no. on a track team. No, they, I mean, that was the problem with the Eagles. You know, at halftime, you're like, I feel kind of good. They're hanging in there. They're only down a touchdown. That late touchdown is obviously a killer. But then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a mess because they have to keep up in a in a track meet here, and I don't think that they could do that here in the year 2022 with Rodgers. Uh, but, yeah, that secondary is brutal for Miami. They're giving up 440 yards or something like that a game. But, yeah, still, I mean, it would be a shootout in Miami. If that game's at Lambeau, maybe you feel a little bit better with a Miami team coming. But still, I don't know. I don't even know if you do. Um, or not. I mean, think about what we just said. Okay, so Bears win. Rams, probably a win. A Dolphins, we'll say maybe a loss, right? Probably leading we're, we're loss. Call that, we'll call it a loss. Minnesota, I think they can beat Minnesota. And I think they can beat Detroit. Like, I, I'm telling you, maybe they can run the table. Maybe they can roll out their last five. And Rodgers has one of those storybook endings to the season late in his career where they run the damn table, sneak into the playoffs when everybody counts him out as dead. He's more hobbled and beat up than Favre was at the end of the season. Can't breathe. He's got a, a finger broken and is still out there hobbling along and playing and runs the table. Uh, you want to talk about a hell of a story. That would be a hell of a story. Because I think Romeo is going to be coming back here shortly too, yes. at wide receiver. So then yeah. you're going to have him and Watson both out there at wide receiver to go along with Lazard and Cobb. And hey, man, again, I, I know everybody's going to get be hot and bothered about this defense, but outside of Tua, I mean, I don't know. Kirk Cousins is solid. I don't know if he puts the. the I don't know if he scares you. Jefferson may scare you, but I, I don't know if Cousins necessarily scares you at this point. Uh, the Lions golf, no, that doesn't bother me in the least. Uh, the Bears, no, I don't care who the quarterback is because I agree with you. Justin Fields can run all over you, fine, I get that, but there's really no threat of pass. So, uh, so that doesn't bother me. And the Rams, who know who's who, I'm, never thought I'd say it, but maybe eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. 
turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maybe Ryan Horvath. Here's how it goes down. Here's the path to the playoffs. Ready? Here's how it goes down, right? Matt LaFleur, he goes in the locker room. There's just a, a big standout cardboard of Brian Gudekins, right? Oh, man. Oh, he, I don't hold on. He tells the locker room, there's only one thing left to do with this roster, and that's win the whole effing thing. Aaron Rodgers, the old wildly veteran, right? We thought maybe he'd be uh, out in Mexico, kind of like Jake Taylor. He gets back together with Danica Patrick, kind of like Jake Taylor. Oh. His ex-love. Yeah, so then after Rodgers quarterbacks the Packers, let's here's how it all goes down, right? They, they win out. They even beat Miami. It's week 18 against Detroit, right? They're down 17-13 at the half. Rodgers is taking a beating. Danica's leaving Lambeau Field to go with her new man. They're riding off into sunset. Rodgers realized football isn't that important. I want to start a family. I want Danica back. He leaves at half. Jordan Love takes over the team at half, Leads the Packers to victory, right? Leads them to a Super Bowl, and Rodgers rides off into the sunset and finally starts a family, reunites with his family, and just becomes a normal freaking human being. No more 9-11, no more more hibachi mushroom tea. He just – he rides into the sunset, and he's a happy man. Oh, my God. Jordan Love. And and then Horvath's rocking a Jordan. Oh, I ordered my Jordan Love jersey, by the way. I promised if he covered, I'd order the Jordan Love jersey. So I'll be wearing that uh, during the next podcast. People think I hate the kid. I don't hate the kid. I just didn't want him over T. Frickin' Higgins. You, Ryan Horvath, ordered a Jordan Love jersey? Got one for my wife, and I got one for my son. My son's not ready to commit. He wants a Joe Burrow jersey. That is – see, now this is further proof that the flu can make you do things outside of what you're normally doing. I, I'll just say you were sick, and that's that's why you ordered the Jordan Love jersey. I, I don't think you and your right mind ever would have ordered a Jordan Love jersey. I mean, that's Cyber great. Monday. Huh? It was Cyber Monday. So when is it going to be here? Well, that's the problem, though. It's gonna. I think it might be. It says like it could be two weeks because of the holidays. It is guaranteed before Christmas, though. I'm going to wear it, so I'm going to the game. You'll see me. I'll be at the game New Year's Day against the Vikings even if they stink, just in case it's Rodgers' last home game at Lambeau. Right. But I won't be wearing a Rodgers jersey, baby. Love. I'll be wearing my Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that or my Ellerson. Ellerson. Wear the Jordan Love jersey on the podcast and wear the Ellerson jersey there. I think yeah. I like that play better. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think that play. Can I just say, I miss my big show, man. Not having Gary and Leroy through all this Packers and Rodgers drama and then Luke Fickle and the Badger thing that pops off. I yeah. mean, can you imagine how popping that show would be? Oh, my God. God almighty. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. So how long do you think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will stay alive for the playoffs? We never, either one of us answered it. So I'll answer answer it first. I'll say they're in it till uh, the second to last game is the Vikings game. So I'll say they'll be eliminated right before the Vikings game. So love will get two starts 
uh, to end the season. But I think there is a chance they might run the table. I think that it all comes crashing down on Chris on Christmas Day. I think we all wake up, we open up our presents. We're like, hey, the Packers are on TV, and Tua's just flinging touchdowns to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. And people Mike go to the McDaniel, box game. Mike McDaniel's got a big smile on his face. I love that guy, by the way. Uh, no hate for me on the Miami Dolphins. I'm kind of rooting for him. But, I don't, no, I'm, I'm kind of like sticking with my original prediction, man. I think, I think if Rodgers could just get healthy, right, you get the Bears, you get the Rams. I mean, the Dolphins are a good team. They're not a great team yet. I think they're gettable. And I think if you get, if you get a little bit healthier, the problem is, though, I say all this, it's not about the offense anymore. The offense has figured stuff out. It's the defense. And it's the defense going against Miami. So, you know what, I think it comes crashing down. I think they lose to the Dolphins, and I think they lose to the Vikings at Lambeau. I think this is the Vikings' year, even though they stink. Tell a friend, tell a family member, Curd and Long. Normally, we're off schedule this week. Ryan was sick. It's toy drive week, all that. But normally, we record Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays around New Central Time, and then we post it uh, to everywhere podcasts are available at about 5 o'clock Central. The whole podcast gets posted, and then when the cuts get posted uh, the very next morning. So tell everybody, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you want, Curd and Long. Ryan Horvath, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. All right, here we go. Bear Packer week. What does the Packer Bears rivalry mean to you today, right now, December 1st, 2022? Not Ryan Horvath 15 years ago. Ryan Horvath today. What does it mean to you today, Ryan Horvath? Well, really quickly, it meant a whole lot 15 years ago because I was one of like 15 Green Bay Packer fans that had to uh, live in Illinois. So I would be wearing my Favre jersey with my little Green Bay Packer football, and I would take a lot of crap. But the the great thing was Packers have always just dominated this rivalry so much that I don't even really consider it a rivalry because Aaron Rodgers just owns the Bears. And that's why, you know, I said this to Bart today. I said, man, like – everybody's lost their minds and nobody knows what it means to carry the G anymore. I hear all these people, they want to evaluate Jordan Love. Jordan Love, his time can come. You have to let Aaron Rodgers go out there and do what he does best, and that's beat the Bears. And I love when they do it. It's that dump of a field, Soldier Field, and he's yelling at the crowd. Uh, And I I love it because, you know, I have a lot of family members that are Bear fans. And, again, it's not like the rivalry doesn't really mean a whole lot because Green Bay's just owned them. But, man, like when Rodgers did that, they were, like, disgusted. It was like when, uh, you know, it was like when uh, Randy Randy Moss Moss. in the crowd at Lambeau and Joe Buck had, like, a seizure about it. Like, that's kind of, like, how they felt. They're like, it's disgusting. Why would he have to do that to the fans so i get a kick out of it um and uh so it still means something to me you know being from illinois and being a green bay fan but the problem is it's kind of lost its luster i think it's going to get interesting again here soon though because i've always been a big justin fields fan even when he was at georgia i thought he should have been starting there right. for when he wasn't it was jake Fromm. uh but it, it's going to mean something here again soon and, and if it is jordan love against um you know fields for the next 10 years that'll be exciting if it's the next guy but i've really enjoyed watching brett Favre and then aaron Rodgers own the bears for the last couple decades because having bragging rights over my family and friends is awesome yeah you know i i always say this um and i i people tend to disagree with me especially romney mcclough uh when we start talking about what a rivalry really is, I think some some people look at a rivalry and go, well, the fans don't like each other. It's a rivalry. Mm. I look at it as if the teams don't like each other and there's something, then that's a rivalry, right? Then then that's a rivalry. Ravens-Steelers for years, that was a fight. Those teams didn't like each other. It was always low score and they were trying to kill each other. That was a rivalry. 
Packers Bears in the 80s. Yeah, the Packers weren't as good as the Bears, but there was going to be a fight. There was going to be flags. There was going to be people getting carted off the field. You knew that the Bears knew that we may win, but this is going to be bad. You're there. They're, they're going to know they played the Packers when they wake up the next day. They're going to be battered or battered and bruised from the Forest Gregg Packers. That was a rivalry, right? The coaches hate each other. The players hate each other. If you go to baseball, Jonathan Lucroy back in the day saying pretty much nobody likes the Cardinals on our, in our glove. Somebody likes La Russa, like can't stand them. Okay. Yeah. That's a little bit of a rivalry. You got La Russa and Yost yelling back and forth at each other in the dugouts uh, back in the day. That's a rivalry. This is not a rivalry. This is two teams that have played each other for a very long time. And if you have Bears fans in your family, like I used to have, then yes, then it means more to you than others because you got to deal with those Bears fans all year if you lose. So yes, then it becomes a rivalry. If you work with people that are Bears fans, then yes, it means more to you. But if you don't, then it it doesn't really matter one way or the other. It's probably just another game on the schedule at this point. The Bears aren't in front of you necessarily to win the division. That's the Vikings. The Vikings game is more important than the Bears game probably. You look at the Bear game and go, okay, that's a win. Even with as bad as you've played as an organization, you should still look at this Bears game and go, okay, that's a win. Like, if you're hesitating that, ah, I don't know if they can beat this team, then you just know how bad this team truly is in, in your own opinion, in your own eyes, if you're hesitating whether or not they can win this football game. So for me, I'm with you. I, I don't I don't view it as big of a rivalry um, at this point because there's just no bad blood between these two teams at all. Uh, obviously, Bears fans you know, don't like Packer fans. Packer fans don't like Bears fans. Okay, fine, whatever it is, what it is. But it's about the teams to me, Horvath. It's not about the fans. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. But the one thing I will say is, like, the former Bear players, like, the guys, like, if you listen to, like, Hampton. six seconds before, and just, like, the guys, like, because growing up, I'd always go to the radio remotes and, you know, and stuff like that. And they really do, like, hate the Packers, and they especially hate Aaron Rodgers, a lot of the former guys, you know? Yeah. And so, but I feel like, you know, and, and I really like the era, I mean, just, like, the Urlacher versus Aaron Rodgers and Lance Briggs and, you know, Hester and even Cutler, you know, major- the majority of the time throwing the ball to the Green Bay defenders uh, it was always great facing him but that was a rivalry even though the bears you know they had some years where they'd win nine ten games there, there was the nfc title game where that was one of the better games Bobby smith took him to the super bowl yeah i know i mean they had, they had some good a year years. or two rogers has just always owned them even really during those years they had a couple years where they got them but that was a good rivalry but i kind of agree the thing is the bears are going through a rebuild right now they're so young like none of those guys are around anymore and then with green bay I don't even know if anybody on the defensive side of the ball cares like about anything anymore. I mean, they got their, you know, they're down 14, 17 points against the Eagles and we got Jair and Rasul Douglas doing their secret handshake. Right. And it's like, Hey, you're down. You just gave up 40 points and 500 effing yards, man. Like what am, what am I missing here with the secret handshake? And then the worst part is I'm on Instagram, which I shouldn't, I hate it, but I see like after the game, they like put their highlights up. These guys like Jair's got like his, like, you know, like his past NFL players. Yeah, and like Bakhtiari had like a like a high like you know, it's like Tunyon like catching a pass and like cool like they made some plays but I'm like this team has four wins and just gave up 500 yards so uh, I don't know what the rivalry means to anybody in that locker room anymore other than like Rogers you know the older guys obviously hey, they want to beat the Bears but I'm yeah. not on Instagram you should stay but, off but but wait a second we're too old for NFL players put their own highlights out there.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, you should see. Oh, yeah. Check out like Devante every week. He's got like his grabs and then I like you check the box score. Why? Why? Like to me, that's what I want. Why? Like they're paying you a lot of money. You don't know how good you are at this point. Like high school players do it so they can get recruited and played and play college football. Right. I college football players, I guess. Okay, maybe you're doing it. Try to catch an eye of an NFL coach or a scout or somebody. Okay, I get it. What the hell are these guys doing? Like, it's the National Football League. You've reached the pinnacle. You are the best at what you do. Like, all pro players are putting out highlights. Why? So people can tell you how great you are? Don't you know how great you are at this point? Like, to me, it seems childish. And it's definitely feeding the ego beyond all belief that you're putting out highlights of yourself to have everybody gloss you and tell you how great you are. Like, that is... That's no, no. horrible. Let me say this. See, I kind of get it because maybe they just want to get it. Cause, well, yeah, because the careers in the NFL are so short. Like, it's uh, not like so, – so here's what I'm saying. So then they have those memories, right? It's kind of like how I keep stuff in my phone. But here's what I'm saying. Don't do it after you give up 40 points and 500 yards on primetime. Deal, and you're a 4-8 and eight football team. That's all I ask. Do it when you're 8-4. and four. That's cool with me. Okay. Here's what's cool with me. You <laughs> want your highlights put out? Have the team put the te- put your highlights out on Instagram. Devontae Adams. All oh, the yeah, highlights. No, no, that's what, no, that's the what they do. They just repost it. Yeah, they just repost it. Oh, so he's not doing his own highlight. No, package. no, he's not that's doing it. That's what I thought you meant. No, no. Well, some guys do. Nobody, nobody's doing it. Not like Jair and them. They're taking the Green Bay, like, you know, the, the social media videos and reposting them. Okay. Again, I still don't like that, but that's a lot better than me, myself, and I having my own highlight package that I'm posting. The team doesn't post it, but I post my own highlight package. That's what I thought you were saying. Okay. I mean, it's still not good, but it's not as bad as what I was thinking. Right. Come on, dude. How many pats on the back do you possibly need as a person? Uh, Okay, let's move on to the next question. Favorite Packers-Bears moments. Uh, What are one or two of yours, Mr. Horvath? All right, so, um, man, this is a good question because there's been so many good ones, right? But I think for me, I got to go with the 48-yard touchdown pass to Cobb that sends the uh, Packers into the playoffs. Rodgers comes back for the broken collarbone at Soldier Field. So funny story about that. I was actually interning. I was in my last year of broadcast school, and uh, I was working for this guy, Steve Leventhal, and I was just pretty much covering games. So I got to do, like, Bulls Media Day, and uh, he was like, hey, you want to cover Week 17? I can't go to this game. It's against the Packers, and it was a huge game. It was for the North, and remember, it wasn't looking very good. Rodgers comes back again from the collarbone injury and uh, throws that touchdown pass to Cobb to beat Chicago. So I was in the press box and I met uh, Chuck Freeman for the first time. I remember I really really wanted to work and I wanted to cover the Packers. And so that was like what I wanted to do. So that's why I was interning and I'm just sitting there in the press box and I realized really quickly you can't cheer in the press box. But at that point, especially I'm just a huge fan and I still like struggle when it comes, you know, to green Bay and so going to press boxes. Right. And so it's looking awful. 
you know, it's, we're down, we're down to the end there and it's fourth down and Rogers throws that touchdown to Cobb and I just give out a, and I look around and, and I'm on the Chicago side too. Right. Everybody stares at me and I go, you know, and every people like some people smiled, some people like shook their head and the Packers go on to win and get into the playoffs. And I thought the season was dead because I went to the game that year where Rogers actually got knocked out of the game. And uh, I remember being like up season over, you know, and, and look at the backup quarterbacks every year that Rogers did get knocked, get knocked out. Seneca Wallace, Scott Tolzien. Right. Uh, it was always brutal, but that was one of my favorite memories. And then beating them to go to the Super Bowl was obviously great. Soldier Field, uh, Rodgers didn't play very well, but also everybody's always like, Rodgers didn't play very good in that game. Do you remember that game, dude? Julius Pepper, Peppers assassinated him. That was one of the worst, most vicious hits I've ever seen. I thought Rodgers died on the field that day. <laughs> I became the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan that day in one of his worst games because obviously he played great that year against Atlanta, right. went into Atlanta, carved him up, played all right against Philadelphia, but you know, that was a pretty good Philadelphia team with uh, Michael Vick. But uh, I fell in love with him that game because he throws that stupid pick to Brian Urlacher, but he chases him down and has the touchdown saving tackle on a linebacker. And I remember even after the game, Brian Urlacher was like, I got a lot of respect for that dude, man. He's a tough football player. And that's what I remember walking away. Like, man, I kind of thought Rogers was like this California dude. He would never be as tough as Favre because we didn't know he missed games that season. I mean, right. granted, he had a concussion, but it was like, is he going to play through injury like Favre did? And uh, we found out that day, like, yeah, he, he could take the big hit. And uh, watching him chase down Brian Urlacher, make that tackle, I fell, in lo- I fell in love with that dude that day because I was like, he's not just the quarterback of this team. He's a football player. So that, and then obviously, you know, a couple of years ago, Rogers screaming at their fan base that he effing owns them was cool. But for me, it'll always be covering that game. My first time ever in a press box, making myself look like a big dummy. I remember I forgot a belt that day. I wasn't wearing a belt, man. I look like a complete hillbilly, like a complete goof, but it was an awesome experience. And I got to meet Freems. So that was awesome. <laughs> Chucky Free, catch him doing a Badger updates on the Badger radio broadcast nowadays. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh... You brought up that game in which Rodgers broke his collarbone against the Bears. I was there Monday Night Football. Okay. So, Kay was there, too. Yeah. Uh, One of our sales reps here, Chris Kovadovic. They were both there. I was coming back from Las Vegas from the World Series of Bowling for my spare time bowling show, along with the franchise, Tim Allen. So he would always go out there with me whenever I would go out to World Series of Bowling because he loves Vegas, as we all know. He's been there like 100 times. So we're getting ready to get on the plane, Packer Bears are going to be while we're in the air. And we're both talking like, well, there's no way they're losing the Bears. And then all of a sudden it was, I think it was Tim, I don't know, one of us said, could you imagine if Rodgers got hurt and they lost that game? Oh my God, that'd be insane or whatever, something like that. And we got on the plane, whatever. We land and I turn on my phone and it's like, I don't know, I must have like 50 text messages from different people. And I turn it on and I look at my phone. I'm like, holy crap. And Tim's like, what's, what is going on with your phone? I go, dude, Rogers got hurt. He's out of the game. He's like, what? And we both started laughing. I'm like, get out of here. We just talked about this before we got on the plane. So immediately I call Kay and she was at the Packer game and she's like, or they were on their way back. I think, I think the Packer game was already over. And, uh, yeah, that was the first time she'd ever been to a Packer game. So first time really, ever, and Rodgers got hurt. So that that was one of the worst uh, games I've ever been to. So I remember um, 
you know, you know that game. Obviously, then Seneca Wallace comes in, yep. and then Seneca Wallace gets hurt, and then Scott Tolzien takes over. And I was sitting next to an old timer, and I was like, you know me, man. Rogers goes down, and, and my poor wife, she got the. Those were the best seats I've ever had. I was like on the fifty yard line. She paid a lot of money, and I just went full like, you know, Horvat mode. I'm like, oh yeah, and, and it was like freezing beer, and I'm like, season effing over, season over. These old poor old people next to me are like, we're still gonna win. It's the Bears. The Bears still suck, and I was like, yeah, effing right. And they lose that game, man. And I remember, I got lost. I just like walked around. I was so devastated because I was like, season over. Um, you lost your wife. Yeah, well, she found me in like the fourth quarter, but oh yeah. Oh my just, god, you left her in the stands and didn't come back. Yeah, she was really angry with me. And, yeah, she uh, should have been. Well, they lost to the Bears, right? Oh, and don't lose your wife. Who? What was that guy's name? Shane McClant? Not McClant. McC- I always want to say McClanahan. That was the um, guy that everybody wanted, and instead the Packers took Nick Perry. And everybody was, said that those two picks were backwards because Perry was better in the Bears' defense than he was in the Packers' defense. And remember, they told Perry, sorry, you're going to have to stand up and rush from the outside from now on. Had never really done it at ever in college. Uh, Shane and then, McClanahan. Yeah, and McClanahan was a 3-4 guy. And the 4-3 team drafted him in Chicago, and the Packers drafted the 4-3 guy for a 3-4. So they both drafted the guy that did not fit each other's system. Perry had a better career than he did, obviously, in Chicago. My, yeah. for me, because I'm the old guy here, uh, and – it's going to make me sound horrible. I don't care. I said in the years on the, on the big show, Charles Martin slamming Jim McMahon. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a dirty play. It was a horrible play, all that other stuff. But I could not stand Jim McMahon. Could not stand that dude, man. Cocky, arrogant. Like, I could not stand that Bears team. Nothing to do with it. My grandma, we lived in Kenosha. My grandma was the Bears fan of the year twice in Kenosha for the Kenosha News. Was on the front page of the Kenosha News for Bears fan of the year. Twice. Her whole inside of her apartment was all Bears posters and signed Bears memorabilia. The whole thing. So, you can imagine what I went through with her being a Bears fan. My aunt, she was a Bears fan. Uh, and then my family, for the most part, we were all Packer fans. Uh, so, yeah, when McMahon got slammed, I, I can't say I was all that devastated or hurt about it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so I think that was one of the the, the better moments, I, yeah. I, I would say. I, I just – I loved – even though the Packers weren't that good, I love that era. Because like I said earlier, that was two teams that hate each other. Ditka, to years ago, when we had Ditka on the big show years ago, he still couldn't stand Forrest Greg. I mean, yeah. all those years later, still didn't like him. That's what it's all about. And then you hear Gary Ellerson talk about all the behind-the-scenes stuff with these two teams. I was just like, my God. God, I mean, they used to scrimmage against each other in a charity basketball game at Carthage College in Kenosha. They played basketball against each other in the offseason and had issues there just playing basketball against each other. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I miss. Like, you know, you could talk about the, what was it, the Walter Payton game when they got the extra point or the field goal blocked or whatever else. That big dude, who was that? Was that Brian Robinson, the big defensive lineman for the Bears? Who was that? Whoever that joker was, jumped up off the ground, higher he's ever jumped in his entire life, and blocked an extra point or a field goal and cost the the Packers the game and the Bears won. We're like, yeah, Walter Payton literally, because Walter Payton had just died. And they get this magical moment at the end and beat the Packers. And then there's the instant replay game with Mikowski. Like, that game, I'll never forget. My dad had given up on that football game, went upstairs, said they're done, they suck, blah, 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 blah. And 
They score that touchdown, and I go right upstairs. Dad, 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 they just scored. They just scored. He's like, what? Get out of here. And yeah, I go well, back downstairs. It's under replay. I go back upstairs. I'm like, it's under replay. He's like, ah, they're going to lose. They'll never get that that challenge one or whatever. And they come back down, and the Packers end up winning it on that throw. And my God, that was awesome. And then they had the asterisk in the media guy for the Bears. They might still have it. I'm not sure. But that, that, was, that was awesome, yeah. Yeah, that was that was that that uh, that was a cool moment. The line of scrimmage game. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed the line of scrimmage game very very much. All right, let's make our predictions. Packers, Bears, Sunday noon kickoff. I'm actually going to Madison on Sunday morning uh, to my aunt's house, and my kid, my six year old, uh, is doing a gingerbread house, and Ooh. she does gingerbread houses. She's done him for well. Her sons are in her their fifties, so she's done him for like fifty years, gingerbread houses, and she still does them, right? For her grandkids, uh, friends of her sons who now have their own kids, they come over and get them done. And Horvat, yeah. she puts she makes the gingerbread herself. It's all homemade. Then she has like three tables filled with bowls of candy, like little cups of all these different candies, all this different frosting that you can use. And it takes like each kid like an hour, hour, two hours in order to do it. Yeah, it is unbelievable. So anyway, so we're going there in the morning. And then I don't know if we're staying in Madison to go to like Monks or something to watch a Packer game uh, or if we're coming back. I'm not quite you sure. Should go, that's where you should be, man. That's my favorite place. I would kill to go to Monks yes. right now and get a burger. Yes, uh, my favorite place is Monks. One year for my birthday, I made K and the kids. She's like, where do you want to go? It's your birthday. Where do you want to go? I said, I know where we're going. And we drove all the way to the Dells. So yeah. I have a Marks burger, turn around and drove all the way back. <laughs> that's 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 the one. That's my favorite one. I just, I love going to the Dells. Yes. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Packer Bears prediction. What do you got? So, all right. This is why I was distracted a little bit when you were talking Bears Packers memories. And I was like, yeah, it was Brian Robinson because yep. I just got a breaking news alert on my phone. I don't know if you got the same one. Bears list Justin Fields as a full participant during today's practice. Literally. Just got this tweet from Adam Schefter. Yeah. So, uh, ooh, I got nightmares of every quarter. Oh, uh, stop. Stop. He's going to be running all over the place. I'm taking the Packers still. There's no th- – yeah, but – yes, he's going to run. Fine. So, this time, instead of having one guy on the quarterback, put yeah. three guys on the quarterback, right? Just who, who, though? Put Quay three, three guys. Savage, Savage can't cover anybody. Actually, so, Devondre Campbell might be back, right? Uh, I don't care. Put Savage in the middle as another linebacker and tell him, dude, look, you don't have to cover anybody. No. All you have to do is watch the quarterback. Just no. watch the quarterback. If he goes left, you watch walk it. left. If he goes right, you walk right. If he doesn't Sparky. go anywhere, just stand in the middle of the field and don't get yourself hurt. That's he's it. allergic to he's the worst of them all. He can't make yeah. a tackle to save his life. But no. I don't care. At least he can yell for help if, if it happens. Help! Help! No. Somebody help me. I can't tackle no. him. Something. No. Something. Quinn Walker has him to do it again because no, he was I, trying to do it with Jalen Hurts and that was a fiasco. So give him a second chance at it. But you got to spy him. You cannot play this game and not have one or two guys watching him at all times. Green Bay wins this game, but it's closer than I thought. 28-24 I'll go. I thought you spread this. Didn't you say the spread was four and a half? Didn't know Justin Fields was playing in this game when I bet this game. So, now, I'm so now you're worried you're going to lose your bet? No, I'm gonna go Green Bay. You know what? They're gonna score. They just, you know, thirty-one twenty-four. This Bears defense is terrible. They, about, you've been on a roll with your predictions. Now don't don't be getting all nervous on me now. No, no, they're gonna win this game, thirty-one twenty-four. I think Chicago keeps it close the first three quarters, and then uh, Rodgers figures some things out when he goes hero ball in the fourth quarter. Have we? Have they announced Rodgers is fully in yet? 
If, if he, he goes hero ball, they're going to lose. That's the last thing they need right now. It's him to go hero ball. They need to focus on. We're going to need to run the. Fo- you run the football against the Bears. Come on. Yes. Right. Yes. You run the football. Thirty-one twenty-four. You're going to say I've been horrible. I avoided making a prediction last week. I'll get back in the prediction game this week. I'll, I'll get back in the prediction game. I'll say the Packers. Thirty-one points is a lot of damn points. I'll say the Packers win this one. Uh, Twenty-seven. 23 Packers win this one. I'll go back to four points. And I don't even know. I mean, we'll see. I I just, if Justin Fields doesn't throw for 200 yards and they lose this game, everybody should be livid. Like if he doesn't top 200 yards, but like runs for a buck 50, like that's inexcusable. Like you should have learned something after Jalen Hurts just ran all over your ass. Like you better have figured out something because if he runs all over you back to back weeks, yes, <laughs> and then you're going into the bye week again. They're not going to fire Joe Barry in the middle of the season, but you better figure it out. And people better not be scared, Jair, to tackle Justin Fields in the open field. Like put your shoulder down and go through the man. He's awesome. And I mean, like, they're very one dimensional and nobody could stop it. So that's the only thing I'm going to say is Justin Fields is the real deal. I might like, I mean, as a runner, I like Jalen as a quarterback more. I might like Justin Fields as a runner more than Jalen. I don't think that's exactly a hot take right now. Although, I don't know. They're both really damn good. See, this is, that's the thing. Oh, man. I I know they're not going to fire Joe Barry during the season, but. I mean, what what is uh, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, and failing, right? If, if if Justin Fields runs for 200 yards, 150 yards, I know how good he is. I mean, make him beat you with his arm because the right. thing he does not have. You're right. You're right. He doesn't have Jalen's arm though. That's the thing. Although I was a big Justin Fields fan, the way that Ryan Day used. He doesn't have Jalen's wide receivers either. No, and have an yeah, AJ Mooney's, Brown. Mooney's done. Yeah, they're beat to hell, man. All right, yeah, Green Bay wins this game by a full touchdown. I'm sticking with Folks, 30. If you're watching this on Twitter right now, or if you're listening to this podcast, he is not convinced. He is convinced. literally for the last three minutes been trying to talk himself into believing that they're hey, really going to take care of business. This, this field has Ryan him shot for 340 yards. The Eagles just rushed for 300 yards for the first time since what, like. 71 like like Woodstock can't even happen since the last time Green Bay gave up 300 yards on you know my parents weren't born this is a bad football team right now like a really crappy football we're talking about their playoff hopes like this is a really bad football team they're winning this game dude I don't care what you said they're yeah. winning this game they're winning the Rams game and yeah. then that Dolphins game will determine if they can run the table or not on Christmas so we'll see see Sparky Pfeiffer 1250 a.m. the fan come out to the toy drive last day is tomorrow Friday until 6 p.m. in Oak Creek Blaine's Farm and Fleet for Children's Wisconsin and Robinson's if you could not make it donate online please 1250 a.m. the fan much much appreciated the kids at uh, Children's Wisconsin and Robin's Nest uh, would really appreciate it uh, as well. Ryan Horvath, BetMGM tonight. I think they're getting a new host at some point. Might be Santa Claus. Uh, him and Trista Crick uh, catch them weeknights on BetMGM. Always entertaining, always fun, when Ryan is actually healthy and not sick. Uh, uh, Ryan, yeah. thank you so much, my friend. You have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks. See you later.